one of the mistakes people make is is they try to optimize their marketing for conversions. Instead of optimizing for conversions, if we can optimize for conversations, all we're doing is we're asking people to comment below a piece of content or to send you a message to find out more. Hello and welcome to the EverCoach podcast, the online destination for a coach that wants to create a positive impact in the world and make good money along the way. I'm your host, Ajit Nawalka, and every week I'll bring you the world's best thinkers, coaches, trainers to share some of their best ideas to solve real client problems, live a prosperous life, and be an even better version of ourselves. Hey Taki, so excited to have you here, man. Yeah, man, good to be here. We had a reschedule last week, my fault. We're on, on um, holidays vacation in a place with terrible internet, but I'm back home now. Let's not talk about vacations right now. <laughs> People watching it would be hurting. They were like, what are you talking about? What vacation? Yeah, yeah. It's different here in Australia. You can get haircuts. You can do, you can do kind of anything you want with, within well, now you can good. hair as well. Now you can in California as well. But anyways, oh, cool. today I was so excited to talk to you because I've been watching your stuff and then you were kind enough and generous enough to send me a book and I was so impressed. We're going to link up everything that we will talk about later on uh, below this video. So guys, check it out later. But yep. this will be a fun and exciting and different conversation than uh, we've had before. So I'm super excited to learn more about it myself yeah. and definitely for our audience as well. So Taki, before we get started, to do full justice to your introduction, uh, sure. why don't you introduce yourself just a little bit for people up here in America and the rest of the world, as much as I know you're really famous everywhere. but Yeah, you who haven't been exposed to the Talkster yet. Dude, it's yeah. very straightforward. Uh, we work with business coaches. We help them grow. That's what we do. Uh, most of the work that we do is taking some a business coaches doing sort of uh, six figures and getting them to a million dollars a year. We're good at that. Uh, I'm not as good at p- helping people get started. So I know some of the people on the on the line right now will be like, "Well, I'm out." I think that it'll be super useful. Uh, really, we help we help coaches with how do they attract leads, how do they convert them into clients, and then how do they deliver their stuff in a way that gets really deep transformational results with clients in a way that is kind of sus- sustainable and scalable as well. And uh, so that's kind of that's by day. By um, by night, I got six kids. Uh, until this freaking Corona thing, uh, we were traveling the world, having a very good time for about uh, three and a half, four years. And then, then someone in China ate a bat, and here we are stuck at home like everybody else. <laughs> so what I what I loved about what I have uh, what I've been studying around your work is yeah. it's yes, it's very exciting that that you help businesses go from six figures to seven figures, but a lot of mindsets and a lot of the ideas that you talk about, I feel is relevant to anybody at any stage, yeah, uh, even sure if they're true. starting out or they're beyond a million dollars. I don't think it's very limiting. At least I found it really useful and I yeah, thought correct. it very useful for anyone. Yep. So if you could lean into a little bit, what are some of the things that, and we're going to talk very specifically of, of one particular strategy that I was so curious about and I wanted to yeah, learn myself and I was like, yeah. what better way to get Taki to not get paid and still kind of keep everything. <laughs> That's right. Totally. And, Let's trick him into a podcast. On a podcast. Uh, yep. <laughs> uh, beyond that, what are some of the things that you've found? Hey, listen, this is one, two, three things that I commonly see yeah. people at six figures or generally coaches that you may have met tend to forget about business of coaching that if reminded, they would be better off than where they're Yeah. What a great question. Uh, so off the top of my head, I'd say... Just like most industries, we get into this because we really want to help people. And the way we know how to help people is by having conversations like this. Uh, 
and uh, we can do that to a point and then we run out of hours. And so I, I think the first big shift for people to make is, yeah, yes, you're a coach, but you're also in the business of coaching. I know you've got a book by that title, but I think that's a really big idea. It's like, you know, um, if you want to turn this into more than just I have great conversations with people and I change their life into I do this uh, and I have a, a deeper in, impact and a, a broader impact, you know, I can help not just 10 or 20 people, but hundreds or thousands or, or millions. Um, we've got to take the business out of this thing quite seriously as well. I think that's the first thing. Uh, the second thing I think is really important is that if you do it right, your coaching business can be a real expression of who you are, what's in your heart. You don't have to be a, a cookie cutter replica of all of the other kind of coaches out there. But I, th- I f- like I don't paint or sculpt, but I like this business is my art. I get to create every day. It's like fascinating and fun. And uh, what that means, I think, is like what, how that's kind of uh, uh, kind of rolled out in our business is if you take a step back and you go, how does the how does the way we market our business, how can that be art and creative and expressive and fun? How does the way we deliver it, how can that fit your personality and your style? Uh, how does the way we sell feel like that as well? I, um, I mean, I got really good at marketing because I was scared of selling. And I figured if I learned marketing, then sales would be easy or maybe even unnecessary to a, to a point. Um, but I think this can be a really incredible expression not just a business. I don't, I don't know. Obviously, we, I care a lot about the dollars uh, that our clients make, but more like really what the work we do is like, is how do we create our, an expression? I couldn't sell that to, to people. So we wrap it up in business is the, kind of, is the, is the truth. <laughs> so, so you said a very interesting thing that I think is very valuable and often not many people distinguish between them, but you, you kind of distinguish marketing and sales. Would you, yeah. would you define a little bit more uh, more of that in context of coaching and for yeah, a hundred percent. I think um, sales is what happens when when a person gets all of the information and the connection they need to be able to make a decision for themselves and for their future about like how do I want to do things differently. Like frankly, sales and coaching are very very similar. Uh, marketing is everything we do to get someone to that point. And so if you broke marketing down into kind of maybe three areas as a, you know, as, as the way we, we run it is there's a fill your funnel piece. Like how do we get opportunities? And uh, so I'm, I'm sure if you're watching this podcast or listen to this episode, you've probably been bombarded with everybody's ads promising that, you know, the funnel that'll, or the other strategy that'll go. So there's the funnel piece. Then there's a warm up your prospects piece, which is really um, anytime a hundred people come into your world, there's going to be a percentage of them who are never going to do anything with anybody. Um, and that's totally okay. You just don't know who they are yet. The second piece, uh, you know, there's going to be another group of people who are ready to do something right now. And that's probably, you know, five to 15%. And then the rest are people who will buy something from somebody eventually. And then your job is like, how do I educate and motivate until they're ready to, to go from like not now to now? So I think there's a, there's a funnel piece. There's a warm up your prospects piece. And maybe... I think I believe in this less now than I used to. There's a build authority piece, like position yourself as the expert in your space. And I think, frankly, that's really a byproduct of doing the first two things well. Um, so that's that's marketing. Uh, sales is is just the how do we give people everything they need to know to make a, a, gr- a great decision for themselves and for the future that maybe involves you. When when you said that I believe on it less, do you mean, did that mean that you don't believe one should build an authority slash expertise in a space or positioning of an expert in the space or you mean if you do the first to the third one automatically yeah i think it's more of a byproduct to be honest i don't i'm not a personal brand guy like 
Um, like I don't obsess about, I mean, our stuff looks great, don't get me wrong, but I'm not out there going, I want to build a big brand and have everybody know me. And my friend Dean Jackson once said, um, most people are trying to get their name out there and our job as marketers is to get their name in here. And I think if you get their name in here and you market the way we teach people to market and we sell the way we teach people to sell, then you're going to build authority in your space as a byproduct. But I'm not super worried about yeah, how many people know my name? It's kind of irrelevant. I'd like to be a micro-celebrity, you know, famous in my space and invisible everywhere else. I can still go to the supermarket and and I'm not going to get paparazzi you know? Yeah, and that is so relevant for coaches especially. I mean, we are not in the space. Most of us are not in the space of serving a million at a time, right? We're, we're trying sure. to go one client at a time, 10 clients, 100 clients, 500 clients, you know, 1,000 yep. clients. But that's pretty much where we are. We're talking about a, a small range of people with really high impact. Instead Correct. of just everybody being impacted, because that's just not what we do as coaches generally. Yeah, I mean, we interviewed um, D Rock, you know, Gary V's video guy yesterday for for a group of a small group of our kind of VIP clients, and it was extraordinary, really good. And um, Gary is the ultimate like icon of personal brand; like he's everywhere, everybody knows his name. That's amazing. Uh, and there's lessons from that which are really useful for for us. And I think if you do the fundamentals well, then personal like personal brand is really just kind of the brand is just like how people feel about you and part of that is in the way things look or sound or, or feel but honestly it's just it, if you figure out who you are and you're comfortable in your own skin the rest will you know that branding stuff will kind of take care of itself to a degree it's fantastic thank you so much for sharing that taki uh so one of the things that we talked about before the interview on, yeah. on what uh, kind of piqued my curiosity was there's a particular thing that you're talking about these days which is uh, talking to people in a virtual space because, yep. of course, uh, until until recently, we were able to go everywhere and talk to people physically at an event, at an office, and so forth. Yeah. Now you can't do any of it. Uh, so you you developed a, you probably had this methodology before too, but but at least my exposure to it came only recently. Uh, yeah. so tell me more about that. Uh, what we should know about it. What is the strategy that we talk about? Sorry. I'm yeah. Okay. So we call it sell by chat. And it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a how do you sell your stuff over direct message. Uh, it, it, that's Instagram direct messages, Facebook messages, SMS. Uh, we've been doing it for 10 years over email. We've like I think uh, the mistake that a lot of people make, particularly if you don't have hundreds of thousands of people in your world, one of the mistakes people make is, is they try to optimize their marketing for conversions. You know, I'm going to send this many people to, to a squeeze page and then this many people are going to, that percentage are going to watch a video and then opt in. And that's fine. But we've always taken the 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 angle that instead of optimizing for conversions, if we can optimize for conversations, I think like conversions happen in conversations. And so if we can if we can get people to talk back, uh, originally, like I said, this this was a big email piece for us. And we still do a ton of sales over email, not in the traditional you know, send you to a page where you can buy stuff, but in the like actually having conversations with people. And then maybe two or three years ago, we started really testing this over Messenger and then uh, Instagram DMs. And uh, we, so we've been teaching it to clients for a couple of years and then I've started talking about it publicly. Like I feel like it, maybe it's time to tell the rest of the world a little bit. And this is just a great way to um, to sell courses or book in sales calls and frankly, to, to help more people uh, over, over Messenger. Awesome. And what are some of the key things? I, I by the way, love the idea of uh, conversations over conversions. There's, yeah. I remember 
doing a video similar to that concept many years ago. And, and I truly, truly believe in what you just said. So thank you yeah. for saying that again. I no absolutely endorse everything that you're talking about right now. Um, so tell us a little bit more on the side of how do we think about, we are in this world, it's a pandemic world. Yeah. Uh, we, we're not physically able to meet people. What could a coach be thinking? What could they be doing to at least get started in, in, in a direction of starting conversations at this point? Yeah. Okay. So, um, Let's spend a little bit of time talking about uh, how to start conversations and then I'm happy to, to share a ton about like what to do in the conversations. But I think if we take the idea that um, most coaches, if you're not like at huge scale yet, most coaches have had the experience where you talk to somebody and they've got problems that you can help them solve. They'd like your help with it. Uh, they they develop a, relation of a relationship of trust and then they're happy to take your recommendation. So that happens in conversations all the time. All we're doing is always saying is how do we do that uh, in text? And um, yeah, that's the, that's the big idea. So the, the first question is, well, how do we get people to like start a conversation with us in the first place? And there are some people who do like cold messenger outrage. You know, I saw you in this Facebook group that, that I'm in, let me DM you. That always feels a little bit sleazy to me. And uh, when people do that in our Facebook group, the dojo, we, uh, we kick them out pretty hard. And we, um, you know, I think as the benevolent dictator, Leader of an organ, you know, of a group. Part of my job is to cut people's heads off, stick them on a spike, and show people not to do the naughty things. Um, but if you've got your own uh, Facebook group, even if it's small, or you're just posting on social media, all we're doing is we're asking people to uh, to comment below a piece of content or to send you a message to find out more. So, for example, uh, let's say I've got um, I've got a deck of these capture cards. These are uh, strategies that we use with clients to help them with lead generation or marketing or sales or whatever it is. Uh, let's just say, I, I don't use these for, for this purpose, but let's say I could put a video uh, up on Facebook or just a, a post with a, a couple of photos and say, hey, I've got this deck of cards, which will show you how to grow your coaching business. This is the top 10 lead gen, lead nurture, conversion, uh, delivery, upsell strategies. Uh, if you'd like a copy, comment below. Cool. So this is just straight, you know, typical lead generation stuff, isn't it? It's like, I've got this thing. If you'd like it, instead of saying click here and download it, I'm just saying comment. Um, if somebody asks you a question uh, in uh, on Facebook, you can reply a little bit and say, hey, um, rather than block up the, everyone's feed, let me, let me send you a message. And so that's all we're doing. We're just starting conversations with permission, usually involving uh, the promise of, something cool or details to follow. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Let me give you a couple of specific posts. One is I've got cool thing. Uh, if you'd like a copy, happy to send you it. Comment below. Uh, one could be uh, 5130. It's a strategy we use a lot. Uh, 5130 is just shorthand for five, one, and 30. So it could be I'm looking for five business coaches who want to get one specific result. In this case, let's go uh, want to get 100 new leads in the next 30 days, 14 days, whatever the time is. Hmm. Uh, if, you, uh, if that's you, comment below and I'll give you all the details. So they're just like a couple of conversation starters. Hmm. And then people are commenting below. And now our job is to engage and uh, go from go from that to a uh, chat conversation. If you're doing it on Instagram, it could just be a simple story. Uh, exactly the same thing, except instead of asking people to, um, to comment below, you're going to ask them to send you a direct message with a keyword. That's a really good one. Yeah. Super easy, right? Yeah. Somebody who has a deck of cards or something interesting to give. Everybody's uh, got something to give. 
Yeah, but how do you how do you come up with that, or do you have any ideas on what to think about when you're coming up with your ideas? Um, you come up with okay, here is what you could be giving. Why don't we do a quick activity right now? Okay, so um, you don't have to do this activity, but I'll just walk it through, and everyone uh, who's watching or listening can can do this on their own time. Uh, if you just um, let me do this, uh, just got my iPad here. If you just go, what are the top three problems that you help your clients solve? And so if somebody was to pause this right now and just make a list of three things, uh, for me, I'd say, well, I help them get leads, you know, because they don't have enough leads. Uh, sometimes they have problems converting. And third, uh, maybe they're maxed out one-on-one and they would like to go to groups. So there's like three problems. Okay, cool. And then if I said, okay, so what are your recommendations about what to do uh, for leads? Well, they might do, you know, a couple of things there. Maybe they've got a couple of things there. Whatever your three things are, you know, what are your actions? And then if I said, like, um, if someone said, hey, Taki, could you just give me like uh, three tips for getting more leads? Well, I could do that with my eyes closed. If I'm a health coach, uh, literally, like I've got um, man flu right now. And I texted a friend who's a, a health dude. And I said, hey, I've got this kind of fever and I'm feeling a bit dizzy. What should I do? And he said, he just gave me a list. It was like, I want you to um, jump. Like I live near the beach, jump in the ocean, hot baths at night. Uh, fast just on water and bone broth for the next 36 hours and do this breathing thing. I'm like, great. If he had a said, hey, if, you're, if you've got a fever, I've got a simple um, three or four step, however many steps it was, checklist of things to do to feel great again, comment below and I'll give it to you. And only just, even if you just like got a, a deck of like a post-it note and he wrote down the, the five things on a post-it note, that'd be great. So you don't have to have like a fancy thing. I've got a fancy deck of cards, but often I'll just like look around um, find a workbook from one of our worksheets and just like wave it around mm-hmm. or shoot a quick video with your top three tips. It doesn't have to be fancy. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. I just want to get some kind of framework of thinking because I know that's the first thing that people get stuck with when somebody gives them an idea of, yeah, I don't going, have a thing. Hey, you should, you, you should give away something. They go, what, how do I come up with it? And so, so just go, what are the top three problems people have? Pick one of them the one that most most of your, your target market have, and then make a bulleted list of three things they should do about it. And then just that's your thing to wave around and offer. Simple. Fantastic. So find out the problems, offer the solution, engage in the conversation. You've got the conversation starting at this point. Correct. What next? Okay. So then we need uh, a chat flow. And a chat flow is just like... Um, one of the mistakes people make when they do so by chat is they have conversations with people, but they don't have... Uh, we don't want to, it's not the program, the system's not called chat. It's called sell by chat. So you need to have a, like a, a little bit of a pathway predefined. So imagine that you're playing chess with somebody. I'm not a chess guy, but <laughs> apparently the good chess masters think like two or three, maybe four moves ahead. And so you need, a, you need to have a bit of an idea about like, where are you taking these people so that you can move people in the right direction? And so um, uh, there's six steps to a chat flow. I'm happy to share them. Um, why don't we just make a, a really quick rule of thumb about uh, there's two types of chats we do. Sometimes we're selling a thing directly and sometimes we're booking a call. Um, at its most basic, uh, and again, you know your audience better than me, Ajit. So I'm going to talk business coach and business coach pricing and you might have a, a rule of thumb that's better for a health coach or a life coach or a spiritual person or a, or a whatever. But if we just think about uh, what's the sort of price point that somebody's happy to spend without having a an actual me to you phone call or Zoom call or coffee meeting when times are better? And for us, as a rule of thumb, we we have about two thousand mm-hmm. dollars. 
So generally speaking, and again, it's a rule of thumb. It's not a rule of law. There's exceptions to every rule. Some of our clients, like uh, a lady, Ellie, this morning posted in that she sold a $6,000 thing by chat. Amazing. But generally speaking, as a rule of thumb, if your thing is less than $2,000, then we'll sell it on chat. So we'll just sell the course, right, or the program, the the whatever it is. And if it's more than $2,000, we use a really similar chat flow, but our job is to book a call. Rule of thumb, yeah? Okay, so how does the flow go? Well, generally speaking, uh, there's sort of six questions that we ask in a particular order, and our job is to uh, build trust, it's to qualify, uh, it's to identify can the thing, like, can the thing we've got actually help? Right. So imagine, you know, when you walk into a, an emergency room at the hospital, the first person you meet is the triage nurse. And the triage nurse is really like, okay, what have they got? How bad is it? How quickly do they need to see the doctor? That's really our job in the first little bit. So um, you cool if I draw while we chat? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Still. Okay. I can't think without a pen. So it's just easy for me to kind of <laughs> keep track that way. So the first thing we need is we need some kind of opener. It's just a really simple opening question designed to have them reply. Uh, we don't care too terribly much about their reply, but it's just like it's polite conversation to not start with, okay, how much money are you making and how much would you like? That's just weird, right? And so if you jump in an Uber, uh, if you're an Australian, you probably sit in the front seat next to the driver. If you're not an Australian or an extrovert, you probably sit in the back and maybe you have conversation. And the first conversation I usually ask, well, how long have you been driving Uber? Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just like it's an opener. So I might just say, so what kind of clients do you coach? Or uh, if if you're a, um, we've got a, a coach who works with people on their autoimmune, she might just say, so what uh, what autoimmune problem have you got? And they'll they'll say, well, I've got Hashimoto's or whatever. That I don't know anything about that, you know. But you get the idea. This is just an opener, and its job is is um, we're really looking for five star prospects, Ajit, and that is uh, we want someone who like a five star prospect is someone who they're willing to engage in a dialogue. They're friendly and cooperative. They know what they want. They know when they want it and they'd like some help. So really our chat flow is going to walk through those steps. And if ever you get, um, they don't reply, well, guess what? They're not willing to engage in a dialogue. If they, if they are rude, then they've failed test number two. Are they friendly and cooperative? We had a guy yesterday who was like, I demand this and I don't think that. And it looks like this. I'm like, Great. Thank you so much. You just kind of, in my head, you just failed step number two. We're done here. He's like, I've never had somebody like say no to me before. I'm like, well, you know, I'm looking for people who are friendly and cooperative and that doesn't feel like you right now. So anyway, we've got an opener. Is this making sense, dude? Yeah, absolutely. Makes okay, step number two. So that's, that's question number one. And they're going to reply. Uh, step number two is usually a this or that question. So, uh, and this is again, uh, it's mostly about building trust. You've asked them a question, they've replied, and and you've treated them well. And uh, after two questions, now they go, okay, cool. Um, I can talk to Ajit, uh, and and when I ask questions, he's not mean to me. He's not selling me stuff. I can now I can open up a little bit more. And so with this or that question might be, uh, do you coach mostly one on one or in groups? Have you already like? Uh, do you already have a podcast, or are you thinking about starting one? Just something that goes a little bit deep into our topic, but it's pretty easy to answer yes or no to. Question number three is a gap question. So, in our flow, 
like uh, uh, assuming that I'm talking to a, a coach, I would say, what kind of clients do you coach? And that'll give me a sense of uh, about their niche, right? Do you coach mostly one-on-one or in groups? And again, we help people go from one-on-one to group, and it's just good to know where people are at. By the time I'm here, I can start to ask a question that is more directly about the stuff we help people with, which is like, frankly, make their money go up. So we, I might just say, so uh, where's your monthly income up to? And where do you want it to be? You know, so where is it at? And what's the goal? And they'll tell us. Uh, if, I, if I started the conversation with that question, it's, it's like too deep too soon, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, before we go any further, I think it's important to know that when you're chatting with people on Messenger, you need to chat like a 14-year-old girl. <laughs> okay. right? So how do 14-year-old girls that. text? Yeah, well, they, there's like lots of messages, nice and short, emojis, GIFs, um, but it's short and it's more staccato. It's like, you know, if you think about Facebook messages versus email. Mm. Ah, okay. That's right? a very important distinction. It's, it's it huge. It tiny, but it's huge, yeah. It's, it's huge. Really like huge. you and I had a quick conversation before we, before we got on here. I'm like, Ajit, it's Taki, Sen. I've got to sound of the podcast right now. Is that right? And you've gone, hey, bud, yes, it's Ajit. Your link's not working. Use this one. Perfect. That's we just chatted like fourteen-year-old girls. The only thing <laughs> yeah. we didn't do there was no gifts, right? But you get the idea. Yeah. Uh, when somebody replies, well, then uh, we want to uh, do three things. We want to acknowledge their reply. Hey, th- thanks for getting back to me. We want to uh, add a little bit of value if it makes sense, and then we want to ask the next question. Three A's. You know, mm-hmm. uh, acknowledge and add, and then and then ask the next question. And so they'll say, you know, I'm at. $15,000 a month, and I'd like to get to 30. Cool. Acknowledge, right? Mm-hmm. Um, then I can go, okay, so that's then I, that's an extra 15 grand a month. Uh, you know, that's like a, a 150, 170 grand a year. Okay, that's a problem worth solving, isn't it? And they'll be like, yes. Okay, so I've just added a little bit of value. Now I can ask the next question. Um, so clearly, you're going to model these questions based on wherever, you know, whatever work you do. Yeah. But it's basically there's an opener, there's a this or that, and then there's a gap. You know, everybody hires a coach because they've either got a goal that they, you know, a goal that they want but don't have, or they've got a problem they have but don't want. And you know, there's always some kind of gap to solve. That's why we get hired. Mm-hmm. Um, number four. Uh, we need to find out what they feel like they need. Often as coaches, uh, we are either really really terrified of selling or we tell people all about our program instead of just telling them the bits that they really, that they want. And uh, so if I said, if you go, you know, I'm at 15 grand a month and I want to get to 30. Okay, cool. What do you think you need most right now? Or what are the top three things you need? Boom, 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 boom. Now, if if you can't help with that stuff, well, guess what? You just found out that uh, you're not going to be super relevant in their life right now. And that's totally great. We've just triaged. The nice thing about chat is you can handle you know, 20 or 50 conversations simultaneously and quickly find out where people are up to. It's awesome. But if they tell you, I want to go from here to here and these are my top three problems and you can help them with that, well, guess what? Now we're in the privileged place of being able to offer some help. Is this making sense? Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. So we find out what they need. Uh, Question five, would you like some help? (laughs) <laughs> it's pretty straightforward. It's as simple as that. And I think like often as coaches, we, um, we don't ask the obvious question. And uh, 
So we just literally say, would you like some help? And at this point, at this point, they don't know how you can help or what that might look like. So they're going to say, well, what have you got in mind? And so now we can go either to, uh, to book a call or to sell the program, depending on the price point of your thing and what they need. So let's just pause. Um, I want to find out kind of what's been helpful. And I've been chatting a lot and you've been sitting listening. Uh, so how about we switch gears and, and go back to talking to each other mode? Absolutely. Absolutely. I was, I was listening mostly because I, I kind of agree with everything that you're doing. And what I loved about the conversation that we are having right now is how much focus you have towards qualifying at each of the stages. Like yeah. It seemed like you were pretty much validating at any given point about, hey, if you're interested in this, let's have the next part of the conversation, next part of the conversation, which I think is, is such an easy way. And I can see how it's not intrusive to selling as well. Like it's so like for anybody who has a resistance to selling, yeah, you were not selling at all. And no. I can see why it would work, even if you're not selling at all. You're basically just trying to help the person across uh, from you in the messenger chat, which is amazing. I think it's really, really powerful. Yeah. Um, I'm really looking to answer one question, you know, are we a fit or not? And mm-hmm. fit is like a, a light switch. You know, it's, it's, um, you know, it's off. You know, or it's on. You know, we're either a fit or we're not. And if we're not a fit, then nothing I can do is going to make any difference. And if we are a fit, then I don't have to do anything because it's going to be obvious to both of us that you want to do the next thing. So all we're trying to work out together is like together agree. Uh, are we a good match? And I think if you come from that place, it's really nice. Like one of the things that happens often on a sales call with us is people will jump on a sales call and be a little bit nervous and defensive because they know what sales call, you know what sales calls are. And so every now and again, we have to stop them and say, hey, just so you know, it feels to me like you think this is a sales call. And it's not. It's a fit call. I'm much less interested in you buying my stuff as to working out together if we both think we're a fit. If, we don't, if we're not a match, of course we won't work together. And if we are a match, of course we will. So if it's okay with you, let's, let's just kind of be real about what's going on and find out if we're even a fit or not. And people just go... Ah, oh, they can just breathe again and actually have a conversation. It's nice. True, and I—I I mean, it wasn't—it was before we talked. Uh, there's there's a friend of mine who's a client of yours, and that's yeah, yeah. how we He's kind of legend. got reintroduced and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and he was just tell, talking about how he was impressed looking at everything that uh, that you've been doing and so forth. So I just as an experiment, without knowing the process, for that matter, this time when I'm really knowing the process as an experiment, started doing this, and I want to kind of affirm to everything that you that you just talked about. Right. Uh, and I didn't know all the steps, which are so beautiful and so laid out. And I would have done even better if I knew sure. all of that. Yeah. Uh, but I tested just the idea of what if I engaged with someone, not just with the intent of saying, let's just chat and see if anybody would even buy. Yeah. Uh, and coincidentally, I was able to make a $5,000 sale. Oh, dude. Totally random. That's fantastic. Was, yeah. I didn't tell you that. I thought I no, did that before. That's great. No, that's why I was like, damn, I don't even know this system. And of course, I have some experience in sales and marketing, if I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I was like, if somebody who understands the system, even if they didn't have the experience, would have so much power, which is why I was like, I got to see if I could get you on a podcast, at least yeah. expose the brilliance that you are sharing with coaches. And of course, what I love to get is a couple of links to your website and, and places sure. where people can know more about the work you're doing, because yeah. it's, I think in current times 
this is probably one of the most relevant things people can study and work towards. And I know you work with coaches at a certain level and so forth. So yeah, sure, not everybody's like, going to qualify, but I know no, you have other programs not. people can take. But the, yeah, but the main goal is just like uh, right at the start of this conversation today, we were talking a little bit about marketing and this idea of like um, yeah, building a building authority. Like uh, honestly, the, the way we think about that is like how can we be the most useful resource for you know, for people in our space that we can. And uh, so that's like three times a week, we send out what we think is like the world's most valuable email newsletter for business coaches. And of course, if you're not a business coach, it'll still be useful. Uh, we put out useful videos every single week. I just want to be as helpful as I can. And like, if people take that and don't hire me and just implement it, amazing. But if they go, this is really good. Imagine what it'd be like on the inside. That's cool too. Um, well, I've got a great video that'll walk through the sell by chat process in a bit of detail too, which might be a good link to give people later. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I mean, I think you have an open group that people can join as well, right? Didn't you? We do. Yeah, that? it's called the the Coach Dojo, uh, Business Coach Dojo. Uh, Facebook.com Facebook, yeah. slash groups slash yeah, Coach Dojo or something like. That. I don't know. I'll, I'll get you a link. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, by this point in the sell by chat process, we're at the point where we've kind of we've built some trust. And we've worked out, can we be helpful? And then we've got a decision to make. Do we want to like invite people to do the next thing or do we not? Um, there's a great sales trainer um, who said that the best salespeople in the world have two abilities that set them apart from everybody else. Um, number one, the ability to build trust quickly. And number two, the ability to qualify buyers better. And that's what this process is. It's a trust build and it's a qualification piece. It happens over Messenger. It's really easy. Uh, people are really happy to send a, a Facebook message because they know that you can't be you know, you can't be pushing into anything on Messenger because you just have to like not reply. It's so easy. That's why it's lovely for everybody. Um, so if we're at step five, uh, now we've got the opportunity to either uh, invite them to join our program or invite them to book a sales call. So step uh, step six is invite. And obviously there is specific, um, specific wording we use and a process we use for uh, asking permission to share the details about our program, having them look at a, you know, uh, a write-up of how it works. Usually it's just like a, a note saved on a on a phone. So we give them a link to read the thing and then comment back in or out. And um, so there's a process. And and there's another there's another system for like if we're gonna invite them to book a call, how do we do that in a way that feels highly valuable but also not scary and salesy? Um, but what I love about this is in the process of you know sitting at your local coffee shop and ordering a coffee. You know, on a Sunday morning, you can sign up, you know, half a dozen new clients to your course or book some sales calls. And like everybody in the world right now has got more time than they've ever had uh, on a device. Like everybody's sitting at home, they can't do anything. What are they going to do? They're going to jump on a webinar or they can, they can, you know, sit and reply to a message. It's just a really kind of natural, easy thing. Everyone's got their phone. Yeah, you don't need any special gear. Like everyone's got their phone on them all the time. And so this just became your kind of, your little business in a pocket. It's kind of cool. Yep. That's, that's very true. And like you rightly said, and that's what we are experiencing too, is more and more businesses are open to talking to coaches. More and more coaches are ready to take their careers to full time or grow their businesses and so forth. A lot more people are getting a lot more results, a lot more need for coaches have happened. Like so many of our clients who are, uh, who are coach trainers themselves or, or sorry, are coaches for companies yeah. Um, are reporting that they are busier than they have ever been because, of course, n- nobody really knows how, how to deal with the circumstance and a coach is probably one of the best things you could get 
Uh, Agreed. It's really funny. I was having a, I'm having a conversation with uh, one of our clients, Jason, a different Jason, um, the other day, and he was at a workshop and the, the, they were sitting on tables of six and the, the trainer at the front of the room says, okay, we're going to play a game. And Jason just goes, okay, guys, we're going to win. And the person sitting next to him, like, you're a bit cocky, aren't you? He goes, well, just think about it. Nobody in the room knows what the game is right now. And so all that's like a very level playing field because we just, like, if we just together decide we're going to win and we're going to play for that, we've got a really good chance of winning. Mm. And I think that's a good metaphor for what's going on in the world right now. Uh, we're in a brand new time. People have no idea how it's going to work. All you've got to do is be the person who goes, okay, we're going to win. Uh, and uh, when uh, back in mid-March, you know, late March, when the COVID thing happened, you know, everybody's busy freaking out, like not knowing what to do. And a handful of us, uh, you included, uh, said, okay, we're going to figure this out and we're going to win and we're going to help our clients get through this. And, uh, you know, dude, it's ridiculous. Like the amount of our clients who have had their best month in April and then beat it in May and then beat it in June and are on track to smash it in July, it's ridiculous at a time where the rest of the world is like freaking out and you're sitting in the corner in sheer terror all it takes is somebody to go, you know what? I'm going to help us get through this. And that's, that's the role that, you know, that coaches get to play. It's kind of, it's pretty magic. It's, it is, it is magical. And it is so important what you just said, especially for coaches to hear it, who, who may have freaked out until now. If you have yeah. kind of stopped yourself and thought, oh, it's the worst time ever. Maybe this is time for you to kind of say, okay, how are we going to win? And be like Jason, say, oh, we are going to win this uh, and figure it out from here on by listening to conversations like this, looking at all the other stuff talk he's been doing, all, looking at the stuff we are doing at Evercoach. Yeah. Um, this is the time coaches are needed the most and we need fantastic strategies like the one that Taki just uh, kind of showed to us and the mindset that Taki just shared with us as well. So Taki, any closing thoughts? I know you got to run. Uh, we are running out of time here. So any closing yeah, yeah, yeah. Thoughts? I just I muted because I had a police siren outside. I think they're onto me. Um, <laughs> the uh, last thoughts, I just think that uh, being a coach is such an honor. Like what a role to have in people's life. Um, a great friend of mine, Matt Church, said uh, where there's fear, replace it with confidence. Where there's doubt, replace it with certainty and lead people in pursuit of a better future. And I think that's the call to action. As a coach, that's our job is to, you know, uh, you can be a coach and you can build your coaching business, but like think about the the people out there who are, lost and directionless and need help and step up and just lend them a hand. I think if you do that, you're going to be well taken care of financially and you're going to do kind of deep, rich, juicy, meaningful work. That's what it's all about. Awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time, Taki. This was extremely useful. I might absolutely play with lots of fun. I am your host, Ajit Navlaka, and every week on the Evercoach podcast, I will bring the world's best thinkers, coaches, trainers, to share some of their best ideas to solve real client problems, live a prosperous life, and be an even better version of ourselves.